Hello and welcome everybody to the second essential viewing. <laughs> now stop it. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry. <Shit. laughs> this is my first time leading this and I will lead it with an iron fucking fist. But yeah. Okay, Professor Wenzel. Yeah, that's me. Um but yeah, uh, it's me, Wenzel, and I and I'm the host of this essential viewing, and I have seven other co-hosts. Woo! But nobody cares about you, but introduce yourselves. Uh, my name is Winger Wanger and Fuck you two! God damn it! Don't use those names. Nobody will know who we are. Secret names. <laughs> it's Jonathan and fuck you too. Uh, my name Colt. That's it. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, it's Cannon back again. And wait, this what's this essential viewing? This isn't the McRib Redemption podcast. No, 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 no. What no, is no. it? No, 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 Luke, we're no, fucking wait. leaving. Let's get out of here. <laughs> uh, this is the. The bird from behind bars, Con Swan, a.k.a. Pat. I get uh, this it. This is Luke. This is my first podcast. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. Uh, my name is Cody, and um, just glad to be here. I just, just like gently clap. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he like just do like a force push into your face or something? <laughs> what happened? I was like, Man. don't smack me again. No. Why are we here just uh, to suffer? Today, today's episode is about it's a movie, but it's called it's called some kind of non-specific noun. I can't oh. I can't think of it. It's no, a, it's yeah. a noun. It's the, a noun to de- it, it's a noun to describe something. Person. So, uh, 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 some object, yeah, some the thing, some, some something some, like that. No, like the I thing. Can't, can, what what thing is it? I don't. Is it clobbering time? Kurt Russell. We're watching Fan Stick, everyone. Uh, what? <laughs> you Sorry, like, Miles Teller and Michael B. Jordan. I'm not, Let's go. I'm not calling that movie Fantastic Four because oh. there's a fucking four in the middle of that name. It's Fan Stick. Okay, that oh, makes sense. Yeah, oh. but I still can't figure out what this movie is. The noun. It, we'll it, just call it the noun. It, it's a thing. It's a. Th- it's a thing. Oh, the thing! Oh! Check out the brains on Wenzel. Uh, yeah. Do have neighbors? Uh, <laughs> really? We're because- all mafia people uh, eating salami at a deli. That's what that. <coughs> oh, sounded hey! like. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, we're. Put that away. Put it away. To be more specific. Hey, John whoa, 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 whoa. Come on, come on. I can't trust any of you motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, he's it's like the theme of the movie. Oh. Oh. Luke, you're, 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 you're typically a quiet one. I am. So yeah. this is going to be rough. <laughs> yeah. Like, not to call you out or anything, but you're going to have to speak up. Come I don't on. think I've ever whispered in my life. <laughs> but. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're talking about the thing. And, uh. There are like how many people in here who have not seen it? I've seen it now. Fuck you. Who have seen it before? Seen it prior, to. prior to. I've not. I had not seen it. I it. think it's three of us. I haven't seen it. So yeah. four. Oh, four. Okay. <laughs> so four of the seven. Yeah. So yeah. Pat, Colt, Jonathan, and Cody have not seen it. What did you guys uh, think of it? Very good. I like it. Okay. Pretty cool. <laughs> uh, I, I was completely blown away. Just like just the level of practical effects alone in the movie, yeah. it's just astounding. And, and plus, like on a smaller budget too, how they're able to get you know all their effects in, all, all the shots in, and still look like in a fantastic movie. It's and impressive, and it still looks good. You know, thirty years later. Yep, nineteen eighty two. I know half that budget went to Kurt Russell's hair alone because I mean, goddamn, that was gorgeous. How magnificent! Good ass that. hair. And then the other half. Went to his fucking hat. Yeah, yeah the fucking. best hat. God knows it didn't go to the walls. Definitely yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that shit was paper mache. But oh man, I, I fucking love this movie. It was really good. I was very surprised by all of it because I didn't. I don't know. I didn't know anything about this movie whatsoever. I I originally thought it was just like a movie from the 1950s, which I think what, what was it? What was the, yeah, the thing uh, from uh, outer space? Yeah, yeah. Thing from yeah, the outer space. Yeah, I could not watch that ever. No, I, no, there's no fucking way. I I remember watching that because my dad made me fucking awful. Just like shit. Way to way to fuck up the the source material. So I didn't know that there was a separate movie from that one. I thought the thing was that one. I didn't realize that it was a remake. 
Yeah. And then when I found out, was it from 1982? 82. And, and John Carpenter was like, oh, oh, okay, well, I'm in on this now. It was very good. I was very surprised at how good it was. I really liked the practical effects. They were actually terrifying looking things and it looked realistic. It wasn't as like stiff, especially with the legs that come out of the creature. Yep. Oh, those, oh, those were, were so fluid. Yeah. Like, that Everything's was awesome. really slimy yeah. and just dark and in contrast and shadow. So the one thing that I really liked about this was it was it was like the writers or the writer was it just John Carpenter who wrote it. Uh, I, it wasn't John Carpenter. It was someone else who is credited as the writer. Whoever I, came up with these creatures, the uh, they did a fantastic job because it literally like, what are people scared of? Um, everything. Uh, <laughs> oh, and yeah, mash it into one creature. They really made it as the it is the embodiment of like human fears, which physicality fears. Which that's the thing about the thing itself is that originally it was gonna have its like it was gonna have one look to it, one design, but. Uh, with John Car- Carpenter and Rob Bowden. Rob Bowden was the one who did the special effects. Mm. The, uh, they, uh, John Carpenter couldn't design on a, decide on a design, so Rob Bowden was the one who was like, okay, well, what if it had multiple like appearances? Like, What if it could change? And that's where they came up with the idea that this thing, it, like, it doesn't have a real form. It, it imitates and distorts everything else, which is like what makes this movie like terrifying. Yeah, because, I mean, if you think about the different parts of the creature itself, you had insect-like legs and uh, you had insect spider-type legs. You had uh, they had, you had disfigurement and dis- you had disfigurement and actual like physical disease. You had the disease like plague-like. I mean, like this was seriously, and it was a zombification, and it's also kind of the doppelganger effect as well, where you're like, oh, there's someone like us out there. It disappeared to the unknown. Because yeah. Because like it, it, it really subverts. Like it, there are movies that have like sort of like they build up suspense about the unknown by having just sort of nothing and just like everything happens in the, the audience's mind. But yeah, they subvert that with this because even though we don't know what's happening. Uh, there's a lot of unknown, but it's still kind of unfolding in front of us, and that's, that's a really good uh, thing he was able to pull off with with this film. Yeah, and uh, and like the the fact that it doesn't have this definitive <laughs> form, it, it's just oh so. No, no, sorry, sorry. No, there's it, it, there's some sounds playing, and I'm also writing something, and I, I think that's distracting everybody. No, I was just writing uh, for my notes. Bill Lancaster was the one there who wrote the screenplay. Uh, oh, okay. But yeah, the it having not, not having a definitive form, may, I think, just makes it even <laughs> more fucking terrifying because, like, I don't know, because it, it, you can imagine something that's ta- tangible, like a, I don't know, like a. Jason Voorhees or something. He is like this figure that's coming after you versus something you can't even like wrap your mind around. It's more, I don't want to say abstract, but like the fear is more abstract it, and yeah. more primal. Yeah, it's de- like this movie, like it's commonly like written off as like sci fi horror, but this is definitely like one of the few like cosmic horror movies we see and do that well because it, it imagines something, it imagines the unimaginable. Exactly. And that's what. It, uh, I think that's what John Carpenter does very well, and that's why I love the thing because it because it takes on multiple forms, and part of that taking on those multiple forms is that it takes the human forms, and it's like it makes you start to wonder like it like it's obviously like it's semi intelligent, but like it's not really there. But that's also because it's also learning, and that's what's scary about it is that like if given enough time, and given it like it being around other humans, it could easily just literally like imitate like learn speech and everything and like that's that's scary because at that point it's like you're having identity issues because it's like you can't trust anybody and then that also creates isolation and that's what makes the thing really good as well is that it takes place in antarctica it's very isolated it also bring it also brings in that human element too of like that human fear of like what have you like there, there's not only the fear of um of the thing but there's also the fear that another human is willing to kill you, cold blood, because they want to survive. Yeah, and, and the, like that, that could that creates like you have you base everyone's an enemy, and, uh, everyone's an enemy plus the big enemy, like the boss. Of well, anybody, anybody's an enemy, including yourself, because yeah. you don't that's know if you're if you're you're no, you don't know if you're the thing, because like who, because like remember that guy. Uh, what was his name? Uh, he died, and when they try to res- uh, revive him with the defibrillator, he ends up killing the doctor. 
like he uh, had. I he, know what guy you're. Yeah, talking. he I um, his name. Norris, Norris or Bl- no, not Blair. Mister Stomach Mouth. Mister Stomach Mouth. Yes. Yeah, and which that freaked everybody out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that was I, the one of the two jump scares like, that got. I, I remember. I remember first seeing that, and that's like that still gets me because that's that's fucking crazy. But anyway, like he had um like the entire time like he was playing along with everything like you would have never known and he had a heart attack and it's like oh that's just a guy having a heart attack but no he was he was the thing and at that point it's like did he know he was the thing like i mean that's that's why you have like you're getting into identity issues because it's like you could easily have been taken over by the thing and you don't know if you're the thing exactly and that's why this movie is like essentially apocalyptic because uh originally in the beginning when blair was uh trying to research and trying to learn about this thing it was showed him statistics and showing him what would happen if this thing got near uh actual civilized populace and that it could essentially assimilate it well it would assimilate the world in what was like 27 thousand 27 hours. Hours, hours which really is not that long of a time no. yeah i mean that's the entire population too yeah so like that is sorry, Cody's doing math beep, on his beep, phone. Beep, beep, beep. Three years. Three years. Oh, wow. So I it feel w- like they could have said that, but hey, it was a, it's a computer. From it's the a computer, AD, man. <laughs> no, it can't. It can play chess. It can play chess. Can cheat chess. Oh yeah, no. Like, <laughs> the see, the very it, beginning like moment with Kurt Russell and the fucking chess computer <laughs> was just—it was a piece of cinema. It was just like all in itself. Like that could have been a clip on the internet. Yeah, like you cheating bitch. Film? You cheating <laughs> bitch. <laughs> well, no, that, that actually the one clip of him rec- uh, recording his personal um, like logs or whatever that actually is a clip I've seen continuously on the internet where people were like, uh, well, people will use that like especially with uh, with now the Trump administration and stuff. They'll be like, and now nobody trusts anybody anymore. We're all tired, and then ends. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, like, one of the popular, that is one of the more popular quotes that I keep seeing pop up in reviews and things like that. Is the uh, nobody trusts anybody, and we're all tired. Yeah, like, and it's just like it's—I don't know—it's weird. It's—it's like—it's like a weird Cold War post, uh, or not post. It's—is it post? No, it's not post because it's not the Berlin Wall. Turns out was in the Cold War technically, right? Yeah, yeah that, like, that was eighty-nine. So 89. it's like so it's like uh, it's like an analogy in a way it has a lot of Cold War elements into it as well. The unknown. Yeah. Uh, for, oh, for the sure. Foreign entity. Stuff like that, and and also like <laughs> we're, 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 we all what was it? we all hate each other and we're all tired. We're, we all we nobody trusts each other and we're yeah. all tired. Yeah, yeah and that's there's Cold War right there. Yeah, yeah, which uh, that make that's a I guess a, makes it a good allegory for yeah. Oh, for sure yeah. to some degree. Yeah, it kind of fall, it can fall apart somewhere along the line. Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, but, not every allegory is pure either. Yeah, so I I, I definitely see. Lots. You got to think. Of, like I'm thinking of culture at the time. I don't know much about 1982. All I know is that Reagan. That's all you need. That's, to know. All, that's all you need to know. Yep. But we have uh, two people here who have seen it. What do you guys uh, think? Like, is this? How many times have you seen it? You know, like, what are your thoughts after this? Uh, it still holds up very much. So uh, it's been several years since I've seen this movie. Uh, I was around junior high when I first saw it, and I was a scaredy little shit back in yeah. the day. Like, I'm just like, oh, God, no. But, like, the, oh, man, the, the creature designs still freak me out to this day. Like, oh. this is one of the few movies that, like, still creep me out. Like, I was joking a minute ago about, like, going to the bathroom. And, like, I'm scared. But, like, I was a little bit. I was like, man, if something comes out of this drain right now, Jonathan's poking out of the side like, hey, motherfucker. Oh. But, um, it, uh, oh, I just... It's just good stuff. Like if this, like I know they had that shitty, <clears throat> excuse me, that shitty prequel uh, remake. I never saw it, but I know that it was like mostly just digital effects, yep. right? I, that would just handicap the entire movie, mm-hmm. yeah. in my opinion. It's just like it's just little things about it, like the <clears throat> the scene where the guy that's uh, strapped to the chair when he just starts, you know, gyrating and then his head splits and it eats that guy's like, yeah. noggin. Uh, something about like like. Just like violently, like shaking, like you know it's not real, but at the same time, you, as you're watching it happen, it's just like it's it's fucking. It bothers me a little yeah. bit, you know. And, and, and on top of that, there are a lot of scenes, especially when like like the dogs or the people are changing, where it will like have a shot of them like doing that like 
twitching. It'll cut to like either someone's reaction or something else, and then cut back to that person, and it, there's it's like all fucked up and shit. It's very violent and unnecessary. It, it, yes. it, it, it creates this really uncanny feeling, and I think adds to that. God, this movie's tense as fuck. Yeah. Yes. What about you, Luke? So this, uh, when I was a wee lad, like Tina said, same. Uh, uh, when I saw it, when I was really little, first time I saw it, I saw clips of it. It was the uh, defibrillator scene. It was the oh. hanging from like the, the air ducts. Oh, that was. And I, and I ran out of the room. Fuck. <laughs> uh, shocked me, so I didn't watch it for a long time until uh, about five years ago. I picked, I watched it again. Oh. And fell in love with it. And like you're saying, the other like is big inspiration for me and I yeah creatively yeah if nobody knows uh luke here is a big time artist uh I say big time <laughs> He's uh, a fantastic artist yeah stop selling yourself artist. short there lucas like, you're amazing god damn it the dude literally like comes out of nowhere i mean he, he's been doing art for a while though but like you kind of popped up on the field what a year ago really into like the hue and like to the eye of everybody and then suddenly you just like blow up and you like done so many good things anyway we'll talk about you well, later we'll talk about the thing <laughs> <laughs> well no 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 i just want to say like i didn't even know about you until cody showed me your uh blade runner piece and i was like fuck i gotta follow him now and now i love everything you post so there's that <laughs> but like i said uh when i saw it it changed how i saw things like, yeah and uh it blew everything what i knew about movies and like cosmic universe and horror and yeah like it was life-changing almost it's one of my favorite movies i've seen it maybe a dozen times now i have only this is probably my third time watching it and that and that's sad because i really do enjoy this movie um the first time i watched it i watched it with my dad because for some reason my dad made me made me watch it i don't know why because it's a classic obviously so it makes scared. sense <laughs> you got you got to learn something like i want to turn into a spider dog monster Actually, the more you think about it there was a lot just a bunch of i wonder if there's something to that i gotta think on this real quick a bunch of men in a hideout in the in Antarctica, pent up, pent up, hot, sweaty, wet. And then they well, just blow up into monsters. Well, I mean, you think about that, and we'll get to that at right, the at the there. end. Um, <laughs> but so you're, saying, you're telling me there's a slash fic of this movie out there somewhere? Stop it! Sexuality <laughs> <laughs> and the thing. Um, <laughs> Jonathan just did the tongue. Did that come, oh, did that come through? His his licking motion and do it. Just ear. do it again. <laughs> I think it did. Turn that bitch up and do it. Turn that bitch up. All right, Jonathan. Go. No, you, you, you got to really like get this line. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I okay. can hear it over <laughs> here. If the mic can't pick it up, then you need new mics. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. And watching it, I was like, I was terrified. And I mean, even now, like, it, it never made any sense to me why, like, originally critics, uh, ne- it was negatively negatively reviewed because it to me it just like even though as a kid i didn't have any idea of this thing of this stuff it just to me seemed very like it seemed like a gem and like and like i was talking about after uh before the podcast like at the time all i was drawing was like you know um pokemon digimon ben 10 aliens stuff like that and it never just occurred to me like Maybe I can, like, maybe I can have, like, a shift, essentially, where, like, what I draw now is, like, it can be, like, a little terrifying. There can be gore, and and even now, like, a lot of my art has been influenced because of the thing, like, because the way it distorts the human bodies and stuff, like, that just, to me, is always, I don't know why, it's always fascinating me. Break all the rules. Yeah, exactly, and it's, like, now, like, when I, like, when I draw, like, certain monsters like that i do the same thing i just i just try to distort the body or distort things because it just it's just so like it's just so otherworldly it's so insane to think like something would like knowingly like the process of mutilating a human or an uh, entity to like like to imitate it but also to like horrify is just insane like and we don't like we know that like when it imitates that that's the process right there it's like it like mutating and stuff but we don't know if it does that because it solely wants to terrify people or whoever it's trying to uh assimilate and i that's why i love about the thing no also like it's a 
terrifying movie but like uh jonathan was saying there's maybe two jump scares in it and there's no music like sting for it like boom yeah, there. Yeah. I was waiting for the defibrillator scene. I was like, I'm glad four of you have not seen this. We're about to have some fun. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't expect everybody to jump at the blood scene, but I, I, I ended up jumping too, even though I knew it was gonna happen. I, I yelled. Yeah, I, I mean, it's so well timed, and it was just because, because oh, like, and, and you you think it would happen later, and it's like. Because they were talking about someone else when yeah, it they were, happened, and it was just like, fuck. It was literally just spontaneous and it was the and it was the one person you didn't think it would be it was palmer and it's like and he's literally been the guy talking the entire time and it's like shit well, well there was a bit of foreshadowing because right at the beginning the dog walks into his room oh yeah 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 for sure and, and plus there's, there's, a, there's like a, a really quick one like when the um when the guy on the table after the fibula that you know tummy mel eats the doctor's hands and the head splits off and scuttles away or like what well, splitting off if you notice palmer he, he doesn't really react. Everybody else is like, whoa, what the fuck? And he's the only one that doesn't react. So that's, uh, that's a little bitty hint right there. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I never caught that. I did find something. It was a random dude on an RPG forum from no, 2009 that was saying that, yes, to him, uh, it is a gay panic movie from 1999. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I mean, you could easily read it as that. Yeah, I mean, he literally said the same things. He was just like, yeah, they're a bunch of men, claustrophobic, and suddenly... They catch the thing, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, and there's also the blood and the blood aspects. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily know the exact dates that the the gay panic, HIV panic happened. I know it was in the '80s. Um, I think yeah. I thought it was the late '80s, but at the same time, I, I couldn't say there was sure. the there was the sharing of blood as well. It's very interesting how, and also the that's another part that plays into the fear, sharing blood with other people and things like that. Yeah, coming into contact with the blood. Yeah, because like blood is a, is like it, it carries contagion, right. and it's always something that's like a biohazard. Like you, know, you always feel like it's dangerous to like openly touch blood. Right, and then you have also the fact that um, uh, what was it? Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Completely, good God. Okay, and okay, it, thank that you. That went instantly. <laughs> it's, my brain's went literally out. God, there it goes. Uh, let me think. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! But, but uh, fun fact, I I think I might have said I don't know I can't remember actually if I said this I'm sorry. But two hundred thousand dollars of their budget was went to just creature effects, which is like just just to that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then uh, and th- they actually ended up going over their budget. They actually went to fifteen million because they needed another two hundred fifty thousand. For the uh, scene with uh, underground with Nalls uh, going to investigate what happened to um, Blair, Blair, uh, Blair, yeah, or uh, no, 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 the, no, no, the other guy, Gary, yes, yes, Gary. I think. He went to go investigate what happened to Gary. Just that scene right there cost two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and then they actually <laughs> they actually ended up reusing the destroyed American camp for the Norwe- the uh, destroyed Norwegian camp. Yeah, because I was thinking it looks exactly the same, the the layout of the buildings. Yeah, which mm-hmm. they actually saved $250,000 for that. So they actually saved a lot of money, but then they also spent a lot of money as well. I can't believe they cheaped out and only used, used one helicopter. That's fucked uh, Fuck, <laughs> man. Can't believe it. But, um, but yeah, the music also like was done by uh, Aneo Morak. Cone? Oh, I've heard it pronounced more cone or more cone. Coney, yeah. Which is like John Carpenter and his like, and that the synthesizers are just obviously like a staple for his movies and done and very like, like very good at building tension with his music. Yeah, in there and. and- and this is such a departure from Morricone's usual soundtrack because he's he's more of a classical type yeah. of composer, and most notably known for the good, the bad, and the ugly soundtrack. The wah 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 yeah. wah wah. And uh, I think I think it was that one uh, one scene when they were investigating the Norwegian camp, and they find the um, the block of ice. Mm. Just that like that little like um, that music building up right there. Uh, I love that uh, very much. But um oh yeah where he gets like really high pitch yeah yeah the the fucking soundtrack to this movie is very good and then i think you said there was a, a unused track mm-hmm. for the movie that was used for the hateful eight yeah what it was was uh it was an unused track it was on like the actual like cd or vinyl back in the day when if you would buy it and it's called bestiality and tarantino took that and used it for the hateful eight 
And also Morricone does the soundtrack to that movie as well. Which mm-hmm. makes sense. And also, Kurt, and also Kurt Russell's on it. In a, in locked in a building with a lot of snow outside. Oh. Hmm. Oh my God. Is the hateful eight? And the thing. <laughs> same <laughs> universe. An, the an analogy for the gay panic. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've never seen hateful eight. Uh, Cody, did you ever figure out what you were going to say? No, I fucking... It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking gone. I usually remember by now, but nope, I don't remember anything. Well, well, let's go into... Uh, we've we've kind of mentioned it before, but like, what like what does everybody think the thing like represents? <laughs> I told you. <laughs> <laughs> like, because I know I know we've heard us, but like, what about what about yeah, some of the other people? other people here? What about you, Colt? Putting you on the spot right now. God damn it! Why am I always number one? <laughs> no, no, anybody can go. Okay. <laughs> well, you want to say something, Pat? Well, I do have something to say, but it's not about what the thing is. Well, then go ahead. Well, uh, something I wanted to bring up, just if you want to like looking more more the thing and just sort of stay into that mindset. A something I would recommend reading is uh, a short story by Peter Watts called "The Things." And it's it's a retelling of the movie, but it's from the thing's perspective. Oh, Whoa. and it's it's a complete shift in narrative because you see <laughs> the um, the uh, the thing's like thought process shift throughout the course of the movie. It has like a very like sort of simple like statement structure, and then like as it starts assimilating more and more people, it starts becoming like more and more uh, intelligent, intelligent, or at least more articulate in its, in its uh, thoughts because because apparently at least in this interpretation that it's like a creature of a hive mind like it's like every part of it is is, is thinking conscious but it's all kind of existing together at the same time and that's why it has a, it's such a visual reaction to all the characters in the movie because it kind of thinks that humans are like it like it's just there's like one mind kind of flowing freely between just like living like kind yeah of like, like unliving bodies, living but unliving, and has a, that, that's why it has a visual reaction throughout the movie. Because one of the one of the big amb- ambiguities of the movie that the short story touches on is that we don't know exactly what the thing's like purpose is. Is it is it deliberately attacking its people? Is it trying to destroy, or is it just acting out of self preservation? Yeah, because I mean, the ship that crashes, like we don't even know if that like was its actual ship like it could have completely like destroyed the inhabitants on that ship and attempted to escape but gets frozen so like because the ship when it was coming in it was all wibbly wobbly then again it could have just because they're about to crash but i like that the thought that the monster was uh not the people transporting that's what i i mean that's what i that's what i think because like i mean that would make it more interesting because that not only is it like is it more alien but like it's like possibly beyond that and it, it just adds to the fucking horror of it yeah it's like yeah. it took out this advanced species like ten thousand years ago or something yeah they said that it might possibly be yeah that was a hundred thousand years a hundred yeah, yeah the yeah. ship is a hundred thousand years old so it could have it could have killed whoever's on board and was like i need to assimilate more but got frozen or mm-hmm. here's a theory uh they were come from a faraway planet say and they were trying to get it off their planet and say we got it we're going on a suicide mission ourselves we're gonna bring it to this one planet so we can like save everyone back home. But it crashes. Yeah, yeah, they're on a suicide mission. They're bringing it to a different planet so it's not on theirs. Like he's saying, like the people on that ship are like they're sacrificing themselves to stop the thing. Yeah, but like the true prequel. But the thing is, is like the the ship was malfunctioning. If it was malfunctioning, then that's not like a, a kamikaze doesn't purposely damage their plane so that it can bomb it just bomb straight. I mean, well, you could still have like someone doing Wilfred Brimley and smashing up the plane over there. I mean, th- what, I'm, what I'm thinking is that the, what, that's what they were doing. They're, tr- God damn it! That's what wow, I'm, we are I'm, building a whole back. <laughs> we're building a whole fanfic. <laughs> Pretty much. Movie. Um, but actually, uh, the um, the the movie itself is actually based on the writings of uh, John A. Campbell. He wrote a book called "Who Goes There." Which or John W. Campbell Jr. My bad. Um, who goes there? Which is the move? Which is just the movie being the visual version of that, which is pretty cool. Cody <laughs> has a thought. Yeah, I was thinking about the assimilation thing and like 
early, when, in the very beginning of the movie, when you had the helicopter dude running down those dogs, I was I said that the dog represents the humans and the helicopter represents the thing, and so now I'm thinking about like how assim- how the assimilation aspect of it kind of applies to humans and how what I mean I don't I don't know like I'm thinking modern day and how yeah. we kind of spread in a way. Oh yeah, I like, mean we are we are kind of like the thing in that we uh, force assimilation. In, yeah. Like, in order, I mean I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's like a. I don't know it, it, how I'm, ingrained I mean, that into how ingrained it is into us for other people to be like us, but we really like it when other people are like us. Oh yeah, I mean we that's love an echo, echo chamber. Yeah, I mean that's why you have a lot of you know insensitive or um, terrible people. terrible people or just you know ignorant people who are like you have to you have to think the way I do, you have to believe what I believe, and you have to uh, speak the way I speak. And like I mean, like for a lot of people, like I mean you know that's that's how they that's how they get by and that's how like they uh that's how that makes them feel comfortable is being in that bubble and it's like and like in a i don't know if if you applied that to the thing then it's like i guess then we should all like uh violently rip each other apart okay <laughs> shove your hand into someone's face yeah mm, i'll Wh- suck your head good that's whoa <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking of the scene where the guy gets sucked he doesn't get sucked, he gets bitten. <laughs> but he's not dead. He just got sucked. I'm telling you, he was not he got, uh, mutated. He got bit. That's not sucking, that's biting. He got sucked. That's... <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> sucking doesn't involve... All he did in the end, okay. he was just covered in slobber. The fanfic is over, guys. This isn't fair. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, wait a minute. Are you telling me when a dog bites somebody, that's sucking? No. That's biting. Th- this is biting. This thing isn't a dog. A Venus fly-trapped him. That's biting. Yeah. Mmm, suck. You, whatever, fuck off. Are, are we really all, getting we're into all the missing, semantics? Or? We're all missing the point here, okay? This is what the thing was, okay? Technically, chewing is sucking. Yes. But that wasn't... Don't was no chew a dick. Anyways, uh, one thing that was... Oh, sorry, Ken, what were you going to say? I was going to say, this is what the thing is. This is what it really is. It's about an alien with ugly duckling syndrome, and it flies to Earth until it finds its perfect host... Which is Michael Chiklis, who played the thing in the Fantastic Four movies. Oh God! Uh. Jesus fucking Christ! Okay, well, uh, one of the I things win. I Fuck all of you. <laughs> one of the things I keep thinking about is how its influence on shows and movies in the future. Like we're watching in retrospect, right? We're watching to the past. So when you look into the past at this, there's a lot of things that come after that we've all seen. Um, I just sort of like this has been the progenitor of so many different things and but there was something there was like the, was it Cronenberg like this is you know a body horror yeah body horror and one of the things that stood out to me was when the dog's head explodes yeah oh, and the bones so just cool. fall out that's the fucking Demogorgon right so that's yeah. so that's exactly what it is is it's the Demogorgon so you see those kind of reflect those like things kind of pass on that horror that trap I mean like Think of any movie or video game where you're stuck on a spaceship. I mean, I was I was gonna say Dead Space because Dead literally Dead the space. literally the enemies in there are necromorphs and they're yeah. all mutated human bodies. So uh, Dead Space, you have that movie Sunshine, which I really love, um, where they're on a ship headed towards the sun and some crazy shit goes down. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Why did you just remember that movie? I love that movie. That oh. movie's fantastic. Oh, I never heard of that. Me neither. Oh, we need to get together and watch it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I've never heard it of this movie. It came out about movie. 10 years ago. Movie yeah. night! <laughs> yeah, they, they're on a shit. I won't, I won't spoil it. But it's great. It's a really good movie. There's a confinement aspect to it, of a tra- an entrapment aspect to it, where you're just stuck. There, there, it's a, it's a huge fear, of, like that fear of claustrophobia becomes. I mean, this movie was claustrophobic. Oh yeah, the, oh yeah. The tight corridors, the constantly having to be around other people, the constant like butting heads. It was a very claustrophobic. God, this movie's. When I think about it, it's complex and has like it's literally building it, building in as many isolation. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, like paranoia. like paranoia. Yeah, and, for and, sure, and just all like, like especially the editing of this movie. I loved how. It's use of fade outs and fade mm-hmm. back ins where like it would fade out and then it would fade back into a different sequence and everyone was much more tense than the last and it was 
such an awesome way to mark the progression of how far these characters have gone. Where like by the end of it, uh, what's his name, McCree? McCready. McCrary. He he literally just shoots a guy and no and and only like one person kind of raises McCready. McCready. <laughs> Kurt fucking Russell. MacReady. <laughs> I mean I was I was with Cody. I thought it was Mac Reddy too for like the when I was a kid. I was like Mac Russell's M C Ready. M A C ready. M A C Mac Reddy. Yeah, which they call him Mac. <laughs> so Can I get a large Mac Reddy, please? Okay. Oh, I'm hungry. Yeah. Uh, I want God damn it! Now I really want McRibs. I'm so mad at you right now, Joe. <laughs> well, fuck you too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, and something with like, like it, it, Art Antarctica. Like even like I mean, it's barren wasteland, and like again with that isolationism, but also like the claustrophobia. It's like you know they they might have like so much open space, but I mean they're they're literally stuck. Like they won't like yeah. they're literally closed in, and that's that that pretty that's pretty terrifying too. And um, something I was gonna say about the editing, but uh, oh yeah, like the the camera work, like the the um the panning, I thought that was very um very nice. And are um, you talking about like those POV shots from the things perspective? Yeah. Oh my god, that that was so fucking terrifying. Um, oh man. Speaking of, sorry, I'm going, I'm jumping around, but going back to what Cody was talking about, uh, influences Resident Evil. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Like, especially with uh, Resident Evil 5 with the Ouroboros and the way the heads would flick around with the blades and the dogs. I I was thinking the dogs, yeah, because like the way like their heads split open, like, um, yeah, doggies. And and just how like all the creatures in those games like mutate and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And and it's such a shame that like, in the, in its time that it wasn't seen as a the gym as it was but i think like i joked earlier it's like what was going on in the early 80s oh, i was fucking reagan but like people were riding high off that you know pro america high the economy's doing well you know they don't really want to see this nihilistic story where yeah. i mean it's just really hard to believe because like that was like the era of horror movie like that was part of the yeah. boom of horror movies and like yeah, right yeah. About. and like yeah it's really it's really weird but i could see why because like uh it was it, it came out during the summer of et and it's like no like, way. i think it was like a couple weeks apart and you have this movie where oh it's a happy-go-lucky alien we gotta get it back to space and then you have this movie where it's like it's an alien that wants to kill and destroy and assimilate everything and nobody's gonna live yeah, it's like no, no, one, and that that was like I read a few of the reviews of the uh like of you know back in the eighties, and that that was biggest complaint with a lot of this movie was it's nihilistic, it's morally objectionable things which, like that. Which, which though that that kind of like review like a review like that is really funny to me because like those like those are like those aren't really things like to be to really like you know like the merit of a movie is like you know overall yeah. like production and like overall stuff like those are like themes and like themes don't like unless it's like you know uh problematic which at the time i guess they thought that was problematic but that well is, well not really i mean well the great enemy didn't die we don't know if the great enemy died like they, yeah, they, it leaves it open at the very end oh yeah yeah like because i mean child childs went missing and, and they're basically the climax of the movie and then comes back and it's like, let's just sit and see what happens. We'll find out. And like, and the thing is too, the, yeah, like yeah. they like, yeah, we never find out. And like the, and what, and the thing was, uh, was trying to freeze itself again. So like, we don't know, like Childs could, or even, uh, McCready could have been the, because we don't, because that portion after he destroys it. And then him getting away, like we don't, even, we didn't see like what happened between that. Like he could have, there still could have been uh, a fragment that could have infected him. You know, we don't, we don't know. So like at the end, it's like it's very open. And plus, there's, there's several people that come assimilate over the course of the movie that we never see them. What when, when, when they get turned? So yeah. like like with I guess the guy who got uh, had the heart attack and came Tommy Mouth. Uh, we also when Boyer got turned. Yeah. And uh, if we the people, so like there's still. Plenty of un, un, like unsolved questions, and and that's something that that's, that's still a, I guess a, a thing people harp about today is they're they're very 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 frustrated when things aren't completely planned out. There's ambiguity. There's like 
something to think about at the end of the movie. And I'm sure them ending on such a an indecisive note, I probably rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And probably would today still. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. But, I mean, this was even coming from, like, professional critics at the time. And I don't know what the state of professional movie criticism was in the 1980s. But, yeah. But, I mean, granted, they also this, this was also the same, probably the same group of people who thought The Empire Strikes Back sucks. Maybe. Um, now, I, I did read that uh, it was the score and the special effects were praised. Yeah. It was just, um, as I told everybody after, is that uh, there wasn't, uh, they were frustrated also with like uh, no proper characterization. Uh, there was nothing really like holding anybody to the characters, I guess. And like, you know, I it was weird. Because like the characters themselves were the only one that really had, I mean, but you had, you had the, I mean, none of the characters truly had like, they seemed like regular people. Yeah. It seemed like regular people hanging out and fucking getting murdered. Like, that's what it seemed like, except for McCready. McCready. Which, I mean, he he just, I mean, he just seemed like a helicopter pilot. He's like, I'm I'm, I'm paranoid. Yeah, like, I'm a badass. I'm going to raise the fire alarm and get the shotgun. We also don't know what happened in the, in the, in the, uh, in the, his hut with the light on. We don't know what, we don't know what happened with that, too. And we don't know, uh, who, uh, sabotaged the blood. And his jacket. And his jacket, yeah. And the fact that blood that dropped on the floor and ran away. Yep. And also, uh, something I, I forget about, too, was the uh, Blair was just building a fucking spaceship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Completely forgot about that part. Yep. Which, which, that kind of leads credence to the fact that this thing is just trying to fucking get away. It's scared. Which, I think that's the other thing, too, is that, like, kind of like with the wolf at the beginning, the wolf was just running fucking terrified from someone shooting at it. And so, I mean, that kind of gives you a hint that this the thing I don't know if it was necessary I don't think it was bad it was just doing what it knew to do and was getting the fuck out of there as fast as possible yeah a question at the beginning of the movie who was the dog licking was it licking McCready no it was licking um it was Clark Okay. The, the, the that's the dog handler guy right? no no it was licking uh what's his name the guy he um redhead who got shot bald, bald guy right bald guy no sort of bald he's balding he was redhead. Bennings. Okay. Bennings. It was looking Bennings. Okay. I was thinking that could have been a good time. No, because Bennings didn't turn until later. Yeah, he had turned by being consumed. Yeah, yeah, because the uh, the thing, one of the bodies that was like, uh, that wasn't completely destroyed, it thawed out and um, took him. Which that scene right there, like that's still easily like one of my favorite scenes because of the sound it makes. Like as soon as it yeah. opens his mouth and like his hands, because like it seems like in that moment, like. Bennings might still be Bennings, but he's not. But in a way, he's like horrified as what he's becoming. Like we don't know, like if he's aware that he is the thing, or if like this is the thing. You know, like you said, being an animal. Like because in in a way, it's kind of like an animal. I mean, it constantly trying to run away. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing you want to do is run away. But also that could. But it also does stalk. It does stalk. People. It does stalk too, which that could also be a part of like. It could be hiding. Like, I mean, like Pat said, it might be a hive mind or it might be in some way have some intelligence. And part of that intelligence is just to assimilate, just to consume, I mean, which, yeah. which that's us. I mean, we, you know, we consume, we shit, you know. It was like a chess match, like in the beginning, it was playing Wizard's Chess. Like the thing could have multiple people, that's the thing. And just moving pieces, moving people around yeah. until they're alone with somebody else. Checkmate. <laughs> a cheating bitch, cheating bitch. <laughs> have a drink bitch oh my god that's literally the, like that's a uh a callback hold on the 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 the, the checkmate thing you may be on something because like at the end the two the two headbutting people yeah. were right there checkmate Ooh. yeah one Ooh. one i don't even know how to play chess I don't either <laughs> don't feel bad <laughs> i never yeah, got I it i played chess with with checker rules yeah, <laughs> I I I attempted to have somebody tell me how to play chess, but it's a lot of shit to remember. It's a lot of shit to it, remember. It, it is. Horsey has same abilities as Spiky. <laughs> what the? <fuck>? Okay. <laughs> playing chess by, with checkers rules. <laughs> it was such a great scene of like the dog just watching the helicopter, trying to figure out how it works. Like, how do I get out of here? And yeah. Watching them. yeah. <laughs> but we'll say like See, you've watched it twelve times, and you've noticed. I was not noticing any of this. Now I'm thinking about it. Sorry, Pat. Oh, I was thinking just like go back to the dog who began the movie, like. How like even though we we know it's an animal, this is just a regular husky dog. But like, you think like animal acting, like the way it kind of 
it kind of peered around the corner as the hall it walked in it starts going around the rooms and then in, in the when it's when they catch yeah. the dog yeah. and put it in the kennel like it just walks in there quiet sits down doesn't like wag its tail or like it doesn't even acknowledge the other dog it just it just sits, sits. there it's like give that dog an Oscar yeah, yeah. I, I, I joked during the movie where it's like in the Oscar for best dog acting goes to because like like you were saying that scene in the kennel where he's just kind of inching its way and this kind of Almost, it feels very unnatural. Yeah, like the way it peeks around, peers around the corner. I was about to say that was like I was like, what the fuck? Literally, (laughs) literally, when it peeks through the fucking door to look, I was like, fuck me, that is creepy as fuck. Somebody stop that thing! It just feels like the dog was was conscious, like a. I mean, it was it was the thing. Yeah, but like that's what I'm saying. Is just like no, but like. Looking at like that dog, we need to go check out that dog. <laughs> no, that dog's a that dog's a yeah, that dog's a person. It's like, oh, he's still alive. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, uh oh. One part that I think was like there are definitely some intentionally funny moment like in, funny moments, but I think a part that like might not have been intentional, but also felt to me was intentional was when they uh, they were burning the uh, tummy tummy thing's body and the fucking head was like just crawling yeah. <laughs> and the and, like I, like it was, it was like oh you gotta be fucking kidding me that was that that is a very good uh alien bit right there yeah and it has like the all uh, real monsters type of thing on its head yeah and, and it literally like opens his mouth like ah where like the head drips off the body and then morphs into like the crab like that's a, like I can't even think how that shot was done. Oh, man. Reverse. Whoa. <laughs> reverse shot. Oh, that's no. crazy. They pulled, they pulled the legs into the head instead of pushing them out. Oh. And then, like, had, like, a little rotary in it. So, like, the legs moved. They, like, dragged across the floor. I love that. Fuck. God, all those green tendies on yeah. the neck ripping. Woo! Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, it's like the the part with the fuck when uh, the dog thing uh, starts spraying the acid on yeah. the other dog, I'm still I'm still like, fuck, that's so, ugh, that's uh. so disgusting. But like uh, something uh, when the um, the Demi-Gorgon part, I was when Cody brought that up, I wasn't thinking about the part when the dog ripped its head open. I was thinking the part when the dog um, got it extra arms and like pulled itself up. And then when Childs got in there to uh, burn it, it opened up its body and then another like mouth opened. That's what reminded me of the Demi-Gorgon with all those teeth. Did you teeth. see what that was made out of? No. Dog tongues? Oh, what? fuck. I never noticed that. Fuck me. That flower thing that opens up. Huh. Mm. It makes you wonder huh. specific, like it makes you kind of wonder what the creature's actual form is because they even hint at the beginning. They're like, if we just if we would have let it go for a little bit longer, and it's like, what the fuck? What do you mean by that? So like it, it would have metamorphosized into whatever it's supposed to be. But if you think about it, if you compare it to like the you see the you see the flower like things, the tentacles, the those are and in in the weird little fucking claw things that he grips up to the ceiling with, those aren't natural. Those aren't those aren't things that we see, like, in the world. How do like really um, abnormal big eyes on it too? Yeah. So it makes you think of like what the fuck was this thing transforming into? Like I wanna see its final form. Well the, well whenever it was getting the dogs, it wasn't transforming into a monster. It was trying to it like it was trying to assimilate and become the other dogs. And part of that process is to literally rip them apart and grotesquely uh digest them. Digest them. Yeah. When it was in the kennel scene, I was confused because it looked like it was trying to go after the smartest dog. Because it went after the dog that was escaping. That was biting the fence. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it killed it. Is that a thing where it, like, when it assimilates with it, does... It chooses, like, the high, the smartest ones yeah. first. That's, it, that's why I was thinking uh, why he was trying to keep McCready alive, because he was a pilot. Yeah. So he, oh. it, was, it was trying to keep him so it could, uh, it could understand how to fly a fucking helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine, just but just imagine though if that fucking thing was still a, a husky and it was like I'm not gonna choose Kurt Russell's form I'm gonna be a husky and fly a helicopter. Hell yeah! <laughs> ten out of ten. Knows how to fly a helicopter but can't do it as a dog so it just immediately crashes and dies. Well, I was thinking, what if like what if like it does it still as a dog but like at the end of its paws it grows hands. Oh, <laughs> it's oh, just God. human fu- <laughs> Kurt Russell's hands. What was the name of the guy that they locked in that shed again? Cray? What was it? Hey, Blair. 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 Yeah. All right. This is what really fucks me up because you don't know exactly when he 
gets turned, right? And like that theory about you know Kurt, him keeping Kurt Russell around so he can learn how to fly a helicopter, he fucks up the helicopter. That was when uh, that was like uh, that was when Blair was not the thing, but he was trying to keep everybody there. I uh, think I understand the news. Or, or he might have been. Who knows? That's the he, thing. Like he, he was he gonna go kill himself. He was gonna kill himself, but, but the took over. Yep. Yep. That's yeah. It. And that's why the noose was there. And that's why it was well, never used. Well, the scene is like just sitting there staring at it. I was like, I'm fine. There's a noose hanging in front of me. Oh, I'm yeah. Fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure you are. Did you hear me? I want to come in now. You got to let me out of here. I'm almost out of SpaghettiOs. Kurt Russell's like, oh, fuck. We got to get him out of there. <laughs> Chef Boy RD is running low. He just fucking McCready throwing fucking raviolis in there. Turns out the thing loves to eat raw pasta. I think I'm Italian. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck this. <laughs> Burn him up. It's like a Italian, like that fucking alien me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, uh, coming back to cult, I've asked, I asked you a question. What was it? You haven't been thinking, what, what do you think the thing represents? Fuck! I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> what? The, that was the whole point of us not talking about it for. Yeah, a that's right. Um, <laughs> fucking racists. Simulate with me, please. I don't like you. You're different. Fuck! I don't know. You're, I'm on the spot again. I wasn't thinking about it at all. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's fine. No. It, just, Do you know what movie that I keep thinking about too? Fucking uh, the movie that came out two years ago. Uh, no, it came out last year actually. Um, Annihilation? Annihilation. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Definitely. Annihilation is a cosmic horror as well. I mean, sure, it's a cosmic horror, but I'm but. talking... It's the, it's the body mutilation, it's the... the have y'all, has anybody seen... I have not uh, seen it. Well, no spoils. But anyways, there's a part in the movie that you're like... That, that harkens back to this, and you're just like... Oh my god! The book, the book is very good as well. The but the book and the movie are two are very different, but uh, either are just as good. Even even the author uh, Vandermeer, who wrote Annihilation, wa- saw the movie and was like, "It's great." And I I agree, it's very good. Fuck yeah! You need to see Annihilation if you haven't. The yeah. of Annihilation calls back to this. I'm sorry. Yeah. Was that what your tattoos about? Yeah. Oh, that's oh, right. You told me. Oh, about really? That. What tattoo? That one? No, oh, oh, oh fuck! fuck yeah. That's sick. Maybe <laughs> uh, say what your tattoo is that represents it's the annihilation. Uh, it's the you, like the very sad bear. That's it. That's all it's, you. It's the very sad bear. bear. It's a very beautiful tattoo as well. It, it's oh, very I pretty. He does have the he does have the uh, fucking Renegon. <laughs> the bear has the Renegon from Naruto. I'm sorry. There's, there's, our, there's our local Naruto reference for the episode. Fuck. Um, gotta be one in every episode. Um, but going, but going back to Annihilation. Also, the book is a trilogy, which is really uh, neat. But, um, but I mean, but part of, part of that cosmic horror genre is again having the unimaginable and imagining it, and it's like really tough. But also, like, uh, I feel like definitely body horror is part of that. If has anybody ever seen the movie uh, The Void? No. I, I, I have somebody who keeps telling me I need to watch that movie. It it is a very fun practical effects movie that kind of like harkens that and like it also has that that homage to body horror in it as well i recommend anybody going to check it out it's very good but um yeah uh i think does anybody have any final thoughts about the thing uh, I, had a, I have a couple uh, interesting things i found out about the movie. a couple even though <laughs> just kidding <laughs> I don't know if any if I could trust any of you motherfuckers. We're really tired. Yeah, fuck you two. Rat spaghettios. Okay, we I suck all, at chess. We all need to draw blood right now. Whose dirty drawers are in my cat? What the fuck? Why did you Oh my god, there are legit bite marks on you right now. What the fuck? I commit to the bit. You commit to the bite? That works. Squash bumps. We have squash on the table. Butternuts. What kind of squash? Okay, all right. I need everybody to. I need everybody to name each of these squash. Colt, go. Acorn butter spaghetti. I didn't realize he would actually get that. He got. He got them all right. He wins. Okay. Uh, that. What are you gonna say? Butternut. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh. Wow. Uh, the two things I found out, even though we 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 talked about how it was 
more more or less a failure this movie was in America. Shocking. It was a it was a huge hit in Mexico. Oh really? What? And, okay. And it, actually, it actually inspired uh, one of our, probably one of my favorite directors, Guillermo del Toro. Ooh. Oh, oh. I yeah. I could see yeah. that. Yeah, the practical sure. effects, especially. Yeah, yeah. I love also, you. Um, this movie is is definitely has a, has a, it had a cult classic, which kind of propelled it into like mainstream consciousness. But it's funny enough where it kind of caught on first, or where it caught on really was at Antarctic bases. It's still a tradition now that the last group out of any Antarctic base, especially with like the UK branch, they watched this movie. <laughs> Are they psychopaths? <laughs> I'd be scared to death yeah, if I had it. It's, it's a tradition they, they've done for years. Like the, the, like the last group that would be leaving the Antarctic base, and like the, especially with the UK branch, they always watch this movie before they leave. Fuck. That's wow. Like, that's that like, is awesome. That's like before you, like in South Korea, before you go to Busan, you ha- by train you have to watch. Fuck. <laughs> Which we did, by the way. Oh, really? It, it was. Uh, we were like, ooh, because like South Korea is such a small country, and there's literally they you literally used everything. Like they use the actual space. Yeah. So you just walk through. You're like, yeah, that was in the movie, and this was in the movie. And this <laughs> was in the movie. Yeah, it's actually really fun. All right. <laughs> Anybody else have any final thoughts? Uh, squash thoughts. Uh. I, I don't know. He's just superlative all around. It's fucking great. Well, would everybody say this movie is a essential viewing? <laughs> For sure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Because, like, you know, you watch some classic or some movies that are considered like classics, especially in horror, and you watch it. It's like, oh, that was kind of dumb. Like, like probably the original thing from Outer Space. Yeah, that's probably fucking yeah. stupid. But yeah, th- this movie still holds up. It's tense as fuck. Like, I was just, even like all the technical aspects, I was just kind of blown away with. And, and the more we talked about it, the more I'm like, fuck, this movie's good. Yeah. The, yeah. I love it. The more I think about it, yeah, I put it originally four stars because um, I guess my expectations for it were kind of high. And I didn't come out scared. I came out jump scared. And it didn't like, I wasn't didn't have a visceral reaction. But the more I think about it, the more I think about sort of the complexity of it and sort of like the complexity of fear, especially that, that John Carpenter really built into this movie. This boy's about pumping up to a four and a half. Yeah, no, Ooh. like like fear doesn't have to just be like seeing, you know, insane, terrifying monsters. It can just literally be being afraid of the people around you and death. Well, and not, I mean, and not being, not being able to trust the people around you and also possibly not being yourself and not trusting your own identity and who you are. And I think that's what makes the thing terrifying. And because I mean, the thing, the thing represents literally anything. It can literally be whatever you want it to be. And that's why, that's why I think the beauty of the thing is, is like, even though we see these horrifying, disfigured people, animals, it's like the thing is anything and it can, you can chalk it up to being whatever you want it to mean and i think that's cool and that's why i love the thing so much and like to this day it's still just so fucking fantastic and i i highly 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 recommend it especially if you're into cosmic horror if you're into blood not well if you're into if uh, you're into blood <laughs> i mean I no guess. if you're if you're into if you're into you know body horror and science fiction and just horror in general it's a must it's definitely a must but um those Thank- windows look delicious. They're made out of sugar, and I wanted to eat them. Yeah, that's true. Um, Fuck. Oh, and the fucking blood was uh, strawberry, strawberry syrup. 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 Yeah. <laughs> if you like strawberry syrup, it's a must-watch. I so. mean, th- those walls are made of <laughs> fucking... Uh, <laughs> if you're a fan of balsa wood, you will love this movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like when they set that one guy on fire when they do the drug test. And he, he just fucking went through the- it. It looks like... a. One of those little poster boards the football players run through at like high school football games. (laughs) Oh, you know what? The green stuff that was coming out of the dude's head when he was when the head was detaching—that's the uh, Nickelodeon slime. Oh, Uh, Nick, Nick, delicious. I was gonna say antifreeze because it tastes sweet. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) When you looked at it, could you taste it? I can taste Pat looked very nervous. Uh, Pat's the thing. He can taste images. Well, you do eat with your eyes. so you know. I just threw my pencil. Um, I don't think that's the thing. <laughs> you, eat, you always eat with your eyes first. I've seen a guy eat a someone thing. with their eyes, and it's nasty. I gotta Google this. Um, okay, well, anyway, thank you to anybody and everybody who has listened to this episode. You're welcome. Thank you, Colt. 
I really, really appreciate it. Uh, next month, our central viewing, who knows? You'll find out, maybe. But uh, if you haven't already, check us out uh, on Twitter at AYCH Podcast. Follow us on there. We uh, will be po- we post uh, stuff. Who knows what stuff? Uh, we'll be posting links and everything to this. Uh, if you haven't already checked out our first essential viewing, Pulp Fiction, that was really fun. I think that was very good, especially Jonathan did a great job leading that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank no, you. I, I, tried, I tried to air quiet with one hand. Oh, thank oh. you, Pat. Uh, <laughs> you can check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Overcast, where all you can hear. Uh, when is this releasing? Do uh, we know? Wednesday, uh, October 30th. October 30th. Okay. I don't remember what episodes we'll have out by then, but we'll have some fun, spooktober, spooky, horror, scary episodes out. So You'll check shit those out. your pants. Yeah, fuck. Mm, big um, dookie. <laughs> big splat. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh check that out uh check us out on instagram uh dot com slash all you can hear right pat you run you run the instagram i'm just kidding i don't remember what it's called but yeah check us that out check that out uh you can check us on twitch twitch.tv slash all you can hear uh you can check out our vod's uh for our twitch streams on youtube.com slash all you can hear as well i'm i really i'm sorry i have not practiced for this um check that out don't shake your head at me pat (laughs) don't laugh at my torment (laughs) but uh yeah you can do that and you can follow me on twitter at wednesday you can follow my art instagram at world of wednesday i think i might be doing a piece for this i don't know we'll see but uh yeah first off let's give a round of applause for wenzel thank you i tried no, that was Burst Fire. <laughs> uh, my name is Jonathan. You can follow me on Twitter at John Odinson12. I don't really post anything on there, but. Uh, when you do, I have a laugh. I don't know why. <laughs> I have a good Every time you post, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. You should Am post a lot. Yet? I think I need to go. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, next, next, next month we will be checking out the Park Chan Wook classic "Old Boy" from yep. 2003. Oh boy, I'm interested <laughs> in this. It's fucking great. Lately, I've been really getting into. I've been really like interested in Korean stuff, and so like Kore- Korean like movies are everyone I've ever seen is pretty damn. Good. Watch yeah, Taxi that, Driver now. Watch Taxi Driver now. I, I yeah, I've heard that movie was really yep. good, and and that movie that Cody was talking about, Train to Busan. I think that's, 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 that's very good. They they, well. they say the guy who directed that has like amazing films. South and, Korea and also the new one, Parasite as well. Parasite, yeah, yeah that's very good. South Korea is banging with some movies right now, mm-hmm. especially horror. It's very cool. I love it. Yep. Uh, my name Colt. Follow me on Twitter at Colt D zero zero. Soon the parasite will take over us all. Uh, I'm already eight. You mean the thing? No. Okay. I'm Cannon. You can follow me on Twitter at that Cannon guy, where you can see this rad picture of my arm that is getting all the notifications in the world. And Donnie Cates even retweeted it on his page, and I'm very happy about that. Bye. Uh, this is Patrick. Thank you all for listening. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterbox. Ooh. Ooh. Talk about movies. At John lost his name. You can follow me on Facebook at uh, John lost Facebook.com slash John lost his name. Art. Also, if you're listening this, to this today, it comes out Wednesday, October 30th. You can see my art and Wizzle's art at our local charity art show, Monster Makeover 10, at our local haunted house, the historic Rich House. What? <laughs> you have art there too, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You yeah. forgot Lucas, you dick. I just let him plug himself. He gets to talk a lot because he's new. Oh. Go ahead, Luke. Tell us who you are. I just want to say thanks for letting me come on. Like, this is really a lot, yeah, of, a lot of fun. Yeah, No, thank Yeehaw. you. Thank you, man. I really hope I get to do this again. This yeah. No, we're, no, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you want to check me out, check out my work. It's at uh, Instagram, Luke Inks. So if you want to go there. Go there. Go yeah, go, go there. there. Go there go for there. sure. That is Luke Inks. Luke Inks. I just want people to know. I just really L U K E I N K S. Go check it out. Go or check if it you out. Want to eat for yourself? Go to his actual tattoo parlor. Yeah. yeah. Book something with him. I don't know how yeah. far are your bookings right now. Two weeks. 
Two, okay. So you can get one fairly recently, and you'll do your like within a month. So seriously, if you're in Tuscaloosa, check him out if you want a tattoo. Also, Go for it. Type in banter at checkout. They have twenty percent off your next set. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't hold him to that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Causing chaos as usual. Oh, I, I, well, actually, just make just make it a twenty percent uh, tip. Pat doesn't Uh-oh. work for me. <laughs> My- <laughs> My name is Cody. You can follow me at CODDOC11. That's CODDOC11. Uh, follow me on Instagram. And why not follow me on Letterboxd? I'm also watching movies quite a bit lately. So check out my review of uh, fucking. What was the movie we watched last weekend? Eraserhead. Fucking suck. <laughs> do do not listen to him. He 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 doesn't know what he's I, I, you want uh, Let me. Can I just read my review real quick? Hold on. It's just one sentence. It's just one sentence. I mean, I, I can't stop you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you technically can. You're in charge. Right oh no, now. my left hand's gone. What's the name of the fucking movie again? Eraserhead. Eraserhead. What the fuck? I'm trying to not remember anything of it. Um. So I gave it. Um. I gave it a one star. And then proceeded to say, Lamau, I don't think I actually like Lynchy Poo. <laughs> <laughs> That's my recipes. Man, I hope David Lynch never sees yeah, that. I hope he doesn't. Yeah. I'm going to get fucking beat up in the street. <laughs> Man, I wish we could end this off with the sound bit of uh, Benning's uh, The oh, Thing Roar. Yeah, everybody should start <laughs> to do their little I've got neighbors. I've got neighbors. Fuck the neighbors. <laughs>